careful what you say. It's just one of those days where <laughs> I felt like I needed to know when it was on. You needed a warning. I you needed a warning. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine. Should I ju- adjust anything? Is it fine? I, I mean, are fine. all the little dials? I did where adjust the dials be? before you got here. Okay. I, d- I, I, I think so it late. sounds like it's fine. Josh will fix it if it's not. <laughs> I mean, there are days where I plug everything in in it like a real confident way, mm. and then I'm like, oh, the, like that day where I literally like had the headphones plugged in where the board plugs in and the board plugged in where the headphones plugged in and I'm like why isn't it recording <laughs> and it's like oh because it's and it's still recording right because mm-hmm. the chips in it all right mm-hmm. if today feels like mm-hmm. one of those days yeah where, where we would everything for could go hours. wrong and then it's or I would have recorded what I just said before I hit record <laughs> and and ev- <laughs> and everyone would we'd have to post this in a different genre we we'd have to post <laughs> this in Trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> completely inappropriate. Uh, last episode category. <laughs> last episode ever category. Oh. You're going to hate us forever. If you hated us before, get a load of this. <laughs> get a load of this one. Speaking of things that people hate, we're talking about Etsy I know. I'm like, <laughs> like what is this going to be? Yeah. Speaking of uh, things that create drama i mean people is it a love hate thing i think so i I mean i feel like everyone hates etsy and then there are people who also love etsy i think along with their hate alongside the hate i think um no one fully loves etsy i think it's possible to fully love etsy only if, if you're, you're a stockholder ma- for the <laughs> sure okay and we'll get into that but like if you're currently making really good money from them and you have like nothing to complain about because but you still probably have in. some gripes you can't you're not like it's perfect i think if you're happy with like the money and everything you're probably just you're like ignoring everything yeah. no, that like hey that the things that the everyone thing else that i put, put up with or like that doesn't affect me, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, give a fuck. I make yeah. jewelry. <laughs> Next. Um, okay, so this is Pancake Town, the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We're gonna nice. Good job. I know I did it real early because I knew that if we started talking, it would be forty-five minutes, and then I'd be like, "Did we introduce the podcast?" I don't think we did. Um, I think there have been some episodes where, where we, we just didn't never all. occurred, to and us I don't to think do it, it mattered. No, I don't think I don't think anybody at the end was like. That episode was really good. I wish they would have said the name of the podcast. <laughs> I well, you know what's funny though, because like you know the name of the podcast. Yeah, you hit you're play. here. You Googled it or or searched it on your podcast app, or you hit next on your. We could just decide to not say the, the same, name of it ever. The but same like hundred people. You have to introduce time, yourself right? though. Um, Because people don't start at the beginning if they're just finding Mm. out about it, you know? Well, yeah, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of people that literally Mm. just like pop around and pick the episodes they want to listen to based on the topic. And then it probably takes like, what, five episodes to tell Josh has made the very like adult, valid, I know what I'm doing point of like, we need to, we need to just record bumpers that Mm. we put on all the way that we do the tiny rants. Oh, we need to record bumpers that are like 
This is Pancake Town, the podcast where we talk about this and this yeah, and this. I'm Emily and this on is the Michelle. Squad. Right. Like there's, I mean, that's what professional podcasts do. My favorite murder doesn't though. No, that's true. But like if we wanted to and be. And I feel like we're more casual. Like we are very them. casual. But if we wanted to be a little lazier about it, we could do like a little bumper thing that's just like says the name, says us, says like a little blurby thing. And then, and then we don't have to care about whether or not we're. We'll see. Maybe next year. We I'm also. I'm not in the mood for adding any new things this year. Oh, I'm done. Shit. I'm full. No new things. It's September. No, no new things. I think that's the name. Of, that's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> no new things. No new things. Except that's a new thing. So now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I can't take on something new. Like everything's planned out. We're going as planned. No new things. New things are for 2020. Like that's only like three months away. President. <laughs> no new things. Only new presidents. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Um, only knew everyone in the White House. <laughs> I like that. I want to say I'd take anyone, but that's not entirely true. No, so. because that's how we felt when we thought George W. Bush was a dum dum, <laughs> and that and we had no idea. I mean, I I would take him. Fuck Give yeah, me George W. Oh my God. Sure. Oh. Hell yeah. I would yeah. like, I'd be like, let's it rewrite the constitution funny. and have funny. it. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. He'd like probably Instagram his paintings. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm the best. He you guys definitely doesn't know what Twitter is. Yeah. He'd be like, remember how you guys didn't like me? <laughs> yeah. I'm back. SNL <laughs> did some skits did with they? Will Ferrell came back and did him like They're right like, after Trump. Best. Yeah. He's like, miss me or miss something me? like that. Yeah, Want to give me a funny. hug now? Yeah. Are you like, sorry yeah. that you called me a dum-dum? No, but I'll take... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're um, so desperate. We're so desperate, you guys. All right. So I'm going to just say off the bat, because hopefully I'll stick with it. I want to be really open-minded about this Etsy business and, like, try and put myself on in, in Etsy shoes, you know? Like, I'm a person running a business you know yes. that needs to make money i get that uh, let's be fair etsy's making plenty of money like calm down i mean now <laughs> they are yeah but like um i don't i don't know i just like you i mean don't you mean you want to be fair and say that they're a business that wants to make more money once you continue I don't think to make that they need to as um, much money as they're making. I'm just I saying like I recognize that the um some changes need to be made to um to continue to be profitable. I think that they've made choices in the last decade that have led them to this inevitable choice. Like I think that they have made these tiny steps towards like the inevitability of like we're Amazon now. Like there there wasn't it wasn't going to ever stay the way that it was. It wasn't going to be like this lovely homegrown grassroots. We all love each other and we're this tight knit community of makers that are supportive of each other and we're gonna continue growing in that way. That was an impossibility. Like it was going to grow with the rest of the economy. The rest of the economy turned into drones delivering toothpaste to your house at four in the morning because you ordered it the night before like that's it has it 
it in a way has to follow suit. Like, and so if we're mad at them for doing what the rest of the world is doing, we're, we're mad at the rest of the world. Like, so on the one hand, yes, it sucks that like they're not taking one for the team and standing up and being like, no, damn the man, screw corporations. Well, I think that's what Etsy was founded exactly. on. Exactly. And that, I think, is why people are mad. Yeah. <coughs> is because it's not, uh, we're, we're not mad at giant corporations for, for screwing people over and having free shipping and undercutting things and like having overseas manufacturing like we're not mad like we're like yay forever 21 do it i don't care sell that t-shirt for six dollars and have a child make it we're gonna look the other way but we expect more from etsy because etsy has touted themselves as the opposite of that for i don't know how old a company they are what 17 years old 16 years old like they've been around for fucking ever and they have constantly talked about how they are for the makers and about handmade and they're about independent design and independent making and craft and it's like no you're not actually you're about algorithms and free shipping and being like amazon so which is it like what are we supposed to believe well i think at some point um some of the changes being made were um like not harmful, like just like getting better, keeping up with um, online shopping trends and technology and stuff because they want, like there was at one point a single goal to get everyone a bigger audience. Right. Yeah, they were expanding. Basically. But somehow like in the last few years with like how everyone expects their online shopping experiences to go. Right. The obvious way to get more customers was to just make Etsy look like every other really big shopping site. Right. Um, and it's hard because you, you are, when you are in that world, so like if there's Amazon, a place to buy things and Etsy, a place to buy things and eBay, a place to buy things and walmart.com, a place to buy things and And even though we as consumers that understand the drastic difference between all of the things I just listed, there are general consumers that don't see the difference. They see like, I buy this, I buy this. Don't know. And I'm going to Google something. I'm going to Google Christmas stocking. And in the same Google listing, something's going to come up that leads you to Amazon and something's going to come up that leads you to an Etsy listing and Etsy is going, okay, how do we get that general purpose shopper to choose the Etsy listing over the Amazon listing? Yeah. How do we get them to do that? It does. It makes sense when it, you, of course, yeah. when you like, simplify okay, it way down, logical. And so, and so when you say it like that, don't we all go, well, wait, no, I do want that general consumer to choose the Etsy listing. Even if the Etsy listing person is getting undercut, do I want them to still choose that? I don't know. Then that question gets tricky. Do I want no matter what at all costs for that general consumer to always, no matter what, choose that Etsy shopper or Etsy shop? No, I kind of don't because I don't want that Etsy shop 
to now live in a world where the only way they can sell something is to sell it at a lower value or to lose money. Because how does that help anyone? How does that help that Etsy shop survive? If every sale they're making, they're losing money or they're losing 20% or they're losing shipping costs over the life of that business, that's a failed business. And that means that the longevity of that system that we just explained is not good. That's not, that's not going to work out. <clears throat> but I can see where Etsy is going with it. Like I can see them being like, okay, well, if the general consumer expects overnight shipping or they expect free shipping or they expect some kind of discount or they expect free shipping with uh, when you spend over X amount of dollars or whatever it is, then like how do we get our we can't blanket choose that for all of our people because they're not our employees. They are all independent business owners that choose their own policies. How do we incentivize, how do we not force them to do it, but incentivize them doing it? Well, we tell them that we're going to make it easier for you to be found. Yeah. And we push you higher. Guess what? There's tens of thousands of Christmas stockings on Etsy right now. You want yours to be in the top 48? Offer free shipping. I mean, it feels like blackmail. It's for sure. clearly, bl I mean, it's yeah. the definition of blackmail. <laughs> I just, now, like, at, um, as you're going through this whole thing, obviously it makes sense, but I can't help but think about how eBay never considered doing any of this. No. And it, eBay essentially is exactly like Etsy. Exactly. With, I mean, Etsy doesn't have auctions, but eBay is mostly not auctions anymore anyway. Right. It's, it's mostly buy it now. Yep. Um, and it, they're all individually run. Um, there, I feel like there's never been pressure to do free shipping shit on eBay. Yeah. It's literally I've never just heard like anyone complain about how... Because like, I feel like the general public knows that ebay shops are run by individual people yeah. no one thinks that ebay has all this stuff right right they right. know that that individual person who packed shit up in their, in their house garage and and yeah. that they paid shipping on it right but for some reason office. people don't know that about etsy yeah there is that why is that yeah. what happened i think it's honestly because Etsy did too good a job of branding. Mm. eBay looks like a trash can with a bunch of trash cans around it. It does, but Etsy's starting to look more like yeah. a combo of Etsy, uh, of eBay and Amazon. Mm -hmm. I think I probably talked about it a long time ago, but when they started moving the like stars, I think, or something, yeah. to the um, product not product pages, collection pages, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Like when you're Where scrolling you, through the search. Yeah. Now you can see like a rating under each item. Yeah. I'm like, this feels like Amazon or eBay now. Yeah. It's real it gross. didn't feel like Etsy anymore. The it other looked thing, icky. The, the ickiest part of trying to look for things on Etsy is even when you do a filtered search, like if you want to, like I almost always, if I'm, ever, if I'm on there trying to find something specific, I will always do like a handmade search and then I will always filter and try to say like, I want things, I want to see things that are coming from Chicago oh, okay. or coming from the United States. I do, I do the United States filter on certain things that. Yeah. Depending on what you're looking for. Cause I buy a ton of materials. Right. 
on Etsy. But I've noticed that the the thing that bothers me more than anything is that when you do the filter search, they still throw in, regardless of how it's organized, um, there's just rows that are ad yeah, yeah, yeah. listings. Yeah. And it's not, they're not sequential. So like if I do a search and then organize it by like price. So mm -hmm. I say I want it oh, to be okay. like highest price to lowest price. They'll still throw in a row of ad Mm -hmm. listings like in the middle of that and you can tell right away because you're looking at a bunch of stuff that kind of makes sense together and then there's just like a garbage row of things and you're like what the fuck are these well, and then you're like oh right those are ads those are ad listings that someone paid to throw in the middle of it I guess I've gotten used to that I have more issues with the fact that people put tags on things that are not oh, yeah, for the that's thing not that for the are. thing yeah like Anyone else who shops for jewelry making supplies on Etsy will know the frustration of typing in cabochon in your description and just getting a bunch of beads because they are not interchangeable. A bead has a hole in it and a cabochon is like a, you know, flat back stone like, for like settings. <laughs> and it's like, I can't use the same thing, but you fucking use both tags on everything. So now it comes oh. up in all the searches and it makes me want to scream every time. Yeah, it's it. it's it's hard because there's so much on there, and because there's so much on there, there's no way of having. It's it's an impossibility for anyone from Etsy to go through and like. Is it? Well, yeah, no, that's because point. I got flagged for my dumb right for your Harry, Harry Potter, Potter related. Yeah, you know. So someone's doing no, something. No, that's true. And then I can't have the intro image to, to a card of mine that has the word shit on it. Mm, yeah. Right. You have to censor it. Um, okay. So there are so many good quotes from this article that I do actually want to try and get some of them in the podcast. Well, so to before we dive into yeah. this, yeah. for people who don't know, we should explain that neither Michelle nor I have oh, yeah. Etsy Let's shops. do like intros. Though. Yeah. Just yeah. for people who don't our know Etsy like backgrounds. our Etsy backgrounds. Okay. Um, we both had Etsy shops for a very long time, um, but have both since closed our Etsy shops for various reasons. Um, I, I had an Etsy shop for a while that literally was like doing so well and made me so much money that it was like paying my bills. I never had that experience. Like I, I had an Etsy shop during the like Etsy boom or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. My shop was there too. <laughs> the From like 2007 or eight until like probably into 2009 and that was like the mystical magical like daily candy and mm. like design sponge and like like you like some random Etsy thing would like show up on a blog or like be in daily candy or whatever and then you'd sell like literally everything you had of something off of an Etsy listing and it would like shoot up to the top of like the search things mm. on Etsy and it would be like you'd get a bunch of review people actually wrote reviews then and it like it was amazing and that was over 10 years ago. Yeah. So when did you close your shop? Probably four, five years ago, four years ago. I don't remember if I closed mine at the end of last year or the end of the year before. I feel like it must have been the end of the year before. So let's say two years ago. But um, I've had, a, had had an Etsy shop since 2006. Yeah, so I had like mine since 2000 beginning of 2007 right so we watched etsy change 
like a lot. Um, and I'm like still like grateful that it existed because there yeah. wasn't another option for someone. I was just doing my business part time. I was not ready to invest in a website. I never thought this was going to be a, a real job. Yeah. Like, never. Yeah. It was just like a fun thing. It, it was easier for me to try to make money off of making jewelry than it was uh, painting. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a product. I did ha- actually. Well, you can't look anymore. Um, but <laughs> I did have paintings listed in my Etsy shop for a while. Someone can find that. <laughs> um, and the dark other web. Things, like find um, it on the dark web. I made uh, magnets from vintage clip-on earrings. Aw, so cute. I still have a bunch. They're really I say cute. that's cute, but like, you know, there's people who are literally doing that right now. <laughs> at, at the time, it was the put a bird on it phase. Aw, put a bird on I have a card that says put a bird on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sell it anymore, but it's a real cute card. Um, And like Etsy was warm and fuzzy for sure back then. It was fucking yeah. magical. Yeah, like for like it really was. Two, two solid so years. Not, like, it was like a magical, that. magical yeah. place. And I think that I think that the fact that it was so magical is why I get so angry about it now is because whenever people talk about like, no, it's great. I'm like, fuck you. It's not like you wish that it was as great as it was and could have been like, there's no way someone's saying it's great unless they're making lots of money. And obviously there are tons of people like and I also I also think that there are some people who say that it's great and like don't know what it means to actually make a lot of money. Oh, like I well think that there possible. are people. I think but that there are people everything. who like think that it's great and they're literally making like ten sales in, in a month and they're like it's great, it's magical. Mm. And I'm like, oh no, no, I was pay like I was literally paying all my bills and my rent and had a studio because of the amount of Etsy sale. Like I was going in in the morning and like being like oh my god overnight i got 12 etsy orders i can't while i was sleeping i can't help but think like and if now I had, I, it would be a, yeah. it'll be a year it was like the last year that my etsy shop was open i got like 25 orders in a year sure. <laughs> i think because you actually like your business was really legit at that time and i was still taking photos on a borrowed point and shoot like, yeah but my with bad lighting and no photoshop it was terrible (laughs) it really like i i didn't have any resources most of the etsy success that i had was completely based on like randomly organic viral shit Mm -hmm. like genuine like like some of it like one of the things was one of my calendars was on design sponge and that was fucking ridiculous like grace did like a a calendar roundup and there were like 10 calendars in it and mine was one of them and i actually had to like i sold all the calendars i had printed and had to print more based on the number of orders that i got and that was back in the day when there were fewer things like design sponge promoting stuff i feel like um today like I guess Design Sponge doesn't exist anymore, but like it exists she for another like couple months. Oh, I think it's done. Oh, is it done? I as think of it was now? the end of August. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh. But I bet that she could have done the same sort of thing and not gotten 
like that many um, sales for the people that she promoted yeah. in it because there's just so much. Yeah. Like no one site can really get you that kind of no. press. No. Um, yeah. Cause it's so the world is like so oversaturated with shit now. So I guess we're, we're just saying like, you know, we have really old Etsy experience and like it was good at one time and we've moved on. I think mostly um, we're trying to be like, we're coming from a place of like, we both don't have current experience with it and right. like will not be like affected. This, doesn't, this stuff doesn't affect us. It doesn't affect us because we don't, we're not going to see, see any sort of actual change to this, which is why we reached out to people who will I see do some sort think of change. though that this move affects like the um, small business handmade maker community in general though. Yeah, I mean, I think it has larger ramifications than just like, oh, are you staying on Etsy or not? Particularly like, I think it's if, a big move for them. If you're someone who has an Etsy shop and your own shop, right. and now you've kind of been bullied into doing their free shipping on their thing, do you do that on your site and risk people going to Etsy right. instead of yours? Now yeah. you got to do it There's on both. So, or I mean, how do you people deal find with out that they paid too much money yeah. on your site? How do you deal with wholesale? How do you deal with your prices at shows? How do you do that? Like, well, the whole like oh. building in the shipping price is it's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so this yeah, article diving in, um, is on Vox.com. Um, and the title is, was Etsy too good to be true? The um, answer is yes. And done episode over. <laughs> just go read. This article is amazing. I thought I'm going to well, just it'll copy be linked a few notes. The, um, yeah. Oh, description right. Yeah. Of okay. The we'll podcast. do that. I have a million like little clips that I took out of the article. She has like a five-page printout that's pages. not even the whole article. No, oh, it was a really page, long it's article. Three pages of quotes. It's a really long article, <laughs> and good. it's so it's worth really it. Um, I was a little bit worried that I was pulling a Michelle where I uh, emailed you the link to the article and hadn't <laughs> and read it, it myself. Yeah. you're like, read this. Bye. I skimmed it. And I was like, read this. <laughs> Um, but I pulled it tell off. Tell me what I you think. It. I won't <laughs> read it. Tell me. Read this and tell me about it. Um, I like being read to. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. You, you lay in bed and I call you on the yeah. phone and I read the article to you. Um, I make Steve read to me all the time. Like whatever he's reading. Like just read until I fall asleep. You're so weird. <laughs> just a weirdo. Um, all right. So it starts off um, with an interview with someone who has an Etsy shop and she has stock in the company. Um, okay. So like she bought stock in that period of time. Are you tapping or is it me? No. Right. Um, <laughs> it's him. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I was like, somebody's tapping. <laughs> it's not me though. Um, so there was like a period of time where they let Etsy sellers buy stock like pre whatever. I yeah. don't know any of the stock terminology. I feel like Sarah so has Etsy me. stock. She does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think she also bought it during that time yes. when they let sellers do it. Um, so she bought some then she bought some when it went public. Yeah. Which was a couple of years ago. And then she bought more when they did the free shipping thing. Um, and apparently like soon as it went public like that year, it, 
became like one of the worst stocks ever. Yes, I remember that. I remember it. But dive bombing. Um, ever since they've made these changes, Beep. like everything's great. Um, she says. This is a quote. I'm like, yeah, damn straight. Make everyone get free shipping. Um, believe me, I can't wait for fourth quarter earnings reports. It's going to look like their gross sales skyrocketed. It's going to look awesome on paper, but they're screwing sellers to get there. Yep. Yeah. Which for the long run can't be good. No. Like, I mean, <sighs> ugh, I don't know. Like. I think that they they just know that they're always going to get new shops and ch- people who get to our point are going to keep leaving. The renegade effect. <laughs> like in I re- mean, how do you like feel about that? As reading someone that article made made me feel all the things that I feel when I think about renegade. Like it 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 it's. The I think some people do stick around though with both Etsy and Renegade yeah, for the long so run. I think so too. I think some and people leave and some people are, are just, and I think it's working for that them. I think that in the big picture, like we all want to believe that we live in this world where like that, like you leaving and you being like, oh, I'm going to take a stand like that. Any of that matters. And like, unfortunately I don't think it does. It doesn't like, like um, it really doesn't I'm matter. I'm constantly torn between being like, fucking get your money you know like is renegade right. working for you go get your go fucking get money. your money take is your money Etsy working take, your, take money. your money and then the other part of me is like i really kind of wished that etsy would have taken a stand yes. and been like we're we have these morals these are right. the things that we think are important and we're not budging on them and, and you and amazing? i do that all the time because right. we're stupidly stubborn and we give up on money and all the time yes, it would be amazing if we lived in a world where and like there are people that do that like there are people there are celebrities there are big companies that do stand up and go nope not okay gonna do this and it's crazy and i'm gonna lose money and i don't care but like the fact is is like th- i think that that's something that i battle with a lot is like there have been many times where people there have been people Usually it's like, gonna say it, some dumb white man (laughs) who, you know, talks to me very naively about like what I do for a living, like some random person I meet, like somebody's husband or somebody at some business thing that like has nothing to do with craft fairs or maker industry things. Who's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, I'm a graphic designer. I own this card company. I also run this event or like someone else that does know me introduces me to someone and they're like, she runs this amazing event it's called show of hands. And like this random white man who's like in finance mm. or like has a real job or whatever is like, why don't like, Oh, why don't you like get like big corporate sponsors or like why? Oh, you, you know what you could do? You could like call so-and-so and like get this and like, why don't you grow it and like make it that like take it to another city and like get these people to run it for you. And like, why don't you sell it? And like, what's your growth plan and what's your sell by plan? Like, and I stand there and I kind of like do the whole, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you. Like I, care about what you're saying and like i'm like oh yes of course yeah mm -hmm, oh definitely yeah things i've thought about when in reality i'm like get the fuck away from me like this is none of this is interesting to me i'm never gonna do what you're saying but on the other hand i'm like no i get it i see i see that that's from a different perspective 
obviously go get your money. Like go, what's wrong with you? Like you're in a position where you could go get your fucking money. Like, why aren't you taking that stance? Why aren't you going and like getting big corporate sponsors? Clearly you're afraid of success, (laughs) right? Like why don't you go, um, get Starbucks to be the coffee vendor at your show and have them give you $10,000. Why don't you get enterprise rent a car that won't leave you the fuck alone to give you five grand at every show and pay for the lighting rentals? Like, why don't you do that so that you can pay yourself a paycheck and go on a fucking vacation? Well, you know what? I don't do it because it makes me feel gross. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like a disgusting liar. And if that, if it's all about like, me as a person feeling like a gross person that's a liar, then I'm not going to do it. And yeah. like, I don't really care anymore. Like if somebody wants to walk up to me and be like, here's a check for $20,000, but you, ha- the, the consequence of that, of taking this is that you have to turn around and to everyone that you've been saying the following things to about how much you support them and love um, that you want them to succeed and that you believe in them and that you believe the following things you have to turn around and say, I was lying. I'm actually a fraud and I don't give a shit about any of you. And you have to move forward and tell them from now on, you don't give a shit about them. Mm -hmm. If that's okay with you, take this money. And like, if that makes me feel okay, then I'm going to, then that's fine. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take that money. But like some people don't feel the way I feel about what I'm doing. And that's fine. That's totally fine. And like, if you, don't feel the way I feel about shit. Like it doesn't mean you're better than me or worse than Mm -hmm. me or care more or care less. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that I'm me and you're you. Yeah. And I think that we all thought that Etsy was different. And that's, that's where the problem comes in is because when Etsy stands up on a giant and it's the same with Renegade, like when Renegade stands up on a giant national stage and screams from the rooftops, we support makers, branding, 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 makers, 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 makers everywhere. We love makers. Oh my God, look how great we are. And then turns around and doesn't support, does things that actively don't support makers. Then everyone starts raising their hand and going, um, excuse me, um, remember before when you said that you supported makers? This kind of seems like the opposite of that. So now we're worried. I like, think it, yeah, it's Etsy, tricky though. Like you know. Etsy has that problem of like, it, it gets real, mu- the waters get real muddy because if you grow, 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 it's, it is going to be an impossibility for you to be like, we care about teeny tiny independent makers because guess what? We are now ourselves a giant publicly traded yeah. corporation. And it's not, well, if you read this article, they sort of take you through the timeline of Etsy mm-hmm. in terms of who is in charge on right. going all the way back to the also guy who started it. makes me think about paper it. source. When I read that mm. thing, I was like thinking all about paper source. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of, companies have that sort of history it's the way it um, goes. Blick art materials yeah. used to be really tiny too it's how i mean it's it's how business works um almost all the time yeah 
Uh, wait, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so the founder of Etsy, like, they kind of, apparently a lot of people have tried to make him out to be a crazy person, but I read the article and I'm like, oh no, he had really good intentions the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. He got voted out because he was probably not a great manager. Yeah. Um, And doesn't know a lot about business, but, like, his intentions never changed. Right. Like, at some point they discuss how he he discusses how he did take some like investor money that he didn't really understand yeah. anything that that implied, like how things would change because of that. Yeah. Um, because he wasn't in it for that. Yeah. Um, and he was he's like, like I really happy. A website. He got voted out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, at this point he's like, I don't, I don't even like recognize the Etsy that exists now and wouldn't want to be a part of it that's not what he wanted for the site um i think that had he stayed in charge you know like not totally in charge like get someone to manage the business stuff like you don't have to do everything but still be like the i don't know like morality police or something yeah he's on the board yeah like but like making sure like they mentioned at some point that like every day he came in with a new idea and I'm like, Oh, I've worked for someone like that. Yeah. It's that's it's yeah, rough. It's rough. Um so like, you know, you can't go doing that. That's just not great. Yeah. But I or feel you're, like you're either the boss or you're not the boss. I feel like he would have shot down the IPO for sure. Yeah. And like some of the really big investor money after he realized that he didn't like like what you had to do to yeah. get that money. Yeah. Um, I know this is like just tangentially related, but um, fair is taking some of that money and they're going to have to do the same thing. So, right. Um, <laughs> as I'm like doing research on this, I'm thinking, don't put all your eggs in one <laughs> basket. <laughs> that, that, uh, analogy is that an analogy <laughs> eggs in one basket or, or metaphor i analogy? don't know metaphor? but i was thinking about that and there's another egg metaphor or whatever <laughs> i'm like was there a time where like eggs people had were problems really with their eggs and baskets what was the other oh yeah don't you were like a farmer chickens before, before they're they hatched hatch like did chicken before the egg yeah what yeah, else with all a, these eggs people like because 90 percent of people were farmers, farmers. They're good with I the analogy. I think it was literally like you were on whatever. the farm and you went out to the chicken coop and you were like, "Go collect all the eggs." And somebody was like, "Look, I don't want to take two trips. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I have these two fucking baskets, but I'm. You know what? Fuck mom, pa. I'm putting all. I'm putting all sixteen of these eggs in this one basket, and I'm walking back to the house. And then guess what? Sure enough. That basket is overloaded with eggs. It's too heavy. I walked all the way back to the farm and guess what? I tripped on a fucking log and all 16 of those eggs broke. And I got back to the farmhouse and Ma was like, you dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you put all your eggs in one basket? You had two baskets. You could have put half of them in one basket and half of them in the other one. And even if you had tripped and fallen, you would have only broken eight of the eggs. You stupid idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One of the ba- one of the baskets is Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> and the other basket is your own we website. Get more baskets. Get like six baskets. Get one of those carts that you take to 
craft fairs that like folds <gasps> oh, up. Oh yeah. Put your eggs in one of those. Also, hard boil some of those eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? Because then you won't break them. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> also, vegans. Oh yeah. What are the vegans? Oh my god! Do? I made a flax egg yesterday. What? Yeah. What's a flax egg? <laughs> um, flax meal, flaxseed meal. Yeah. You know what flaxseed is? Is it in a shell? No. <laughs> you take ground flaxseed <laughs> and you make an egg. And you, uh, no, Sorry. you add water to it and then chill it for like 15 minutes. And it sort of like turns into Becomes like a, scramble a jelly consist, like a, yeah. it fuses together. Fuck. And when you mix that into your, I didn't eat it like an egg. I was baking. Oh, um, I'm like, Emily really thinks that I fried this up. Like I'm literally imagining that you like injected something into an empty eggshell and then you like cracked it they open just call it and a it flax egg <laughs> yeah um no it like um in like baking it kind of does the same thing an egg would i'm still thinking about like old timey farm people calling other people on the farm dumb bitches <laughs> 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 and then th and that made me really happy i'm really stuck on the word hard boiling the eggs is a business is a metaphor for something i'm telling you it's good because that like that secure how do secure we element of your business but like what does that mean exactly self-care self-care is hard is the hard boiling your eggs. eggs we're gonna okay. nail we're gonna flush this out real someone good. give us a book deal <laughs> It's gonna be real I'm writing good. Down we need a ghostwriter. Who's gonna be our ghostwriter? Not gonna know what that means later. I was thinking right. about the eggs in a basket analogy in terms of people being too dependent upon things like Etsy. Well, right. Yeah, that's I what, was. That's where yes. we're going. But like then the I, hard boiling <laughs> of the eggs. I was like, yeah. Like, what's the thing that you what, is real? That you're how real do I hard boil my business I think, eggs? I think you're, <laughs> I think the hard boiled eggs of your business uh -huh. is your, your own, own website. Yeah. Well, okay. not necessarily your website, but like your own your own company policies, your own branding, um, your own your own product stuff. line. Like literally your company. So, so like the stuff that no one branding, can change. Yeah. Like no one can come in and be like your logo is different or your mont your your MO is different or like your style is different or your product line is different. Only you can change that. Yeah. Whereas Etsy can tomorrow be like no more jewelry. Etsy tomorrow can be like no more shipping. Um, that's less than a pound. Etsy tomorrow can be like no more shops that have less than 100 listings. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, it, at any point they can do they can make any random dumb and guess what squarespace can do that shopify can do that big cartel can do that yeah renegade can t tomorrow can be like we're only taking sustainable vendors that don't use any plastic goodbye yeah i and mean like you, i worry about shopify and like are you now something. result like have you put all of your dependence like is your stream of revenue reliant on that one thing that you that's now gone. Same with Instagram. Are you, is all your market or yeah. all your marketing eggs yeah. in Instagram's we, there, basket? There's that uh, title of the episode about Instagram and baskets. Is there? Yeah. One of Don't our, put all your eggs in the Instagram basket. Oh, yeah. is we like that. We like <laughs> the eggs in the basket. <laughs> eggs in the basket. It's so relevant. Um, it's because good. we're, we're obsessed with it. 
Like, I seriously want to know, like, when was the last time people put eggs in baskets? I'm sure there's an entire... Like real eggs, not Easter eggs. I think there's an entire book about that analogy. It's probably sitting it's in this in room. in this room right now. We, we'll find it. I'm looking at a book that's called Comforting Foods. I wonder... Oh, so a woman was in here while we were recording... Shit, that's the owner. Rearranging the books. It's Melissa. Okay. That's the owner. Um, and I've never seen the rearranging of the books. And I'm wondering, did, like, you like did she put books up that she thinks that we want? Because there are a bunch about like thyroid problems. <laughs> and I'm like, does she think I need that book? There's a book. There's a Chip Gaines there's book. Also Capital Gaines is right there. Yeah. There's also a book about praying up there. That I, she put Jesus Devil in the White the City the on there. I, you know, I thought that was funny because I just downloaded the audio book to that before I came here. It's pretty good. Um. Yeah, I've, we have the book, and I've always meant to read it, but I have, like, no time to do things, so I just got the audio book. Um, yeah, there one? are a bunch of, like, Jesus books, which I'm finding disturbing. Dave Pelter, Help Yourself, Finding Hope, Courage, and Happiness. He's the best-selling author of A Child Called It, The Lost Boy, and A Man Named Dave. What the <laughs> a man fuck? named Dave. I also love when you turn books over and they have the borders sticker on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When you're like, borders. oh, it's from Borders. It's got that yellow top on it. Go to the bathroom at the Borders <laughs> downtown. <laughs> that was the place that I went you to the that bathroom. Seinfeld episode? This book's been flagged, sir. This book's been flagged. Do you know that episode? I've seen all of them, but you're going to have to give me more than that. So George go, George takes an art book, like a big, like a, I think it's like a Monet book okay. pa- of paintings into the bed ba- like deliberately he's like oh. i have to go to the bathroom and he's like i'm gonna yes. take this book with me to like yes. go sit on the toilet and take a shit and like look at the book and so then he comes back out with it and he's like um so jerry goes to buy something and i think he's like um i don't i don't need i wasn't gonna buy this so he yeah. gives it back to the woman and she's like um sir this book's been flagged and he's like been flagged <laughs> she's like this book's been in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> it's got pee on it and he's like how do you know that <laughs> She's like, it's been in the bathroom. I need to. It's been a while since I rewatched Seinfeld. It's pretty good. Um. Okay. Back on Etsy and eggs. <laughs> um. <laughs> there are just so many of these <sighs> things that I want to get through. I want. Can I? Here we go. Yeah. I'm just gonna do re- it. Read the article. All all the pages. Everybody, sit down. <laughs> Get a cup of coffee. We're going to read this article to you. Just there's so many fucking good quotes. I was like losing my mind reading it. Um, uh, Because I'm on the second paragraph now already. That same woman. She's still on page one. (laughs) I'm on the second paragraph. Um, The woman who has the stock and also owns her shop um, was talking about uh like the she refers to the nice lady in Iowa who hand knits afghans and her being able to offer free shipping um she says if i were sending something to her it would cost me $12 i understand that i'm a grown up yeah i love that yeah love that quote i'm a fucking adult what and she I wants to say like, is i'm a fucking yeah, adult i feel like etsy could have been like hey shipping costs money yeah like they didn't get free shipping. They also could have like, like that marketed it in such a clever way. It's not free shipping for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have done such a clever marketing plan to the consumer. Like they could have just been so cute and smart about it. Mm-hmm. And they could have been it cute. They yeah. could have made it like you're, you're doing these people a fucking solid. Like you're, yeah. you're helping the work. Like, especially 
in the world we live in right now where everyone's a terrible person, they could have had like an entire marketing plan of like, don't you want to not be a piece of shit? Like, don't you want to be the good person that like not only is supporting this independent person, but like is a covering their shipping costs because you don't live where they live and you can't pick it up in person. And that's not an option, but also pay the fucking U.S. Postal Service to deliver it to that person and or pay UPS or pay FedEx. Mm. Like, it just seems like their marketing people could have done something very clever, used their blog forum that they have to be like, hey, everybody, this is how shipping works. Mm -hmm. Like, understand that, like, these people over here that ship two-ounce jewelry, their shipping's going to probably be, like, this much. And, like, if you live in... Baltimore and you buy something from San Diego, it's probably going to cost this much. And if you live in Tanzania, it's going to cost this much. Like, like educate the consumer instead of making it like you get whatever you want. And also we've created a culture where the people who are now not offering free shipping now are even more punished by this new thing. Like we already had Amazon to contend with. Yeah. We already have constant emails from customers that are like, this ships in two days. Shipping is $18. What the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's $18. Do you want it or not? Oh, now I'm the terrible person. Go buy the garbage then. Yeah. Like leave me alone. And now I forgot about this, but I think it was this year that USPS changed their shipping rates to be um, like by the distance. Right. It used yes, to it just used to be, be a, by f- a weight. Like a it was weight just and then a region or something. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like, um, like if I had a three ounce thing, it shipped like anywhere in the U.S. for the same amount. There's like some and now it's limitations variable. by zip code. Like I always remember okay. there was like within the domestic United States, it was something. And then like it'd be a little bit more if it was like Alaska or Hawaii. Sure. Yeah. But like within the. Yeah. Continental United yeah. States. Yeah. Um, it w- used to be the same amount. And like at the beginning of this year, maybe it changed. Yeah. Because now you've, and now you can see went and did this yeah. to make it worse yes. for everyone. Um, I just like, if anyone was going to educate the public on this, it I would, it them. could have been Etsy. I mean, they, like who else would it be? I think them? that they just opened a window for someone else to be the one who does it. Yeah. Um, it's just hard. Like even with, I mean, with anything we do, we get to a point where we're like, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing this thing for uh, no money, you know? Right. Yeah. Except, <laughs> I'm going to bring it up again. Do you see the text um, about the group text about the new Starbucks and yes. how, like, they're basically not paying rent right. for the space? Yes. Yeah. There are corporations and just crazy rich people getting shit for free. Yeah. So someone can do that for good yeah it doesn't you know like someone could yeah i mean it's like so i mean there was a point where etsy was charging a fee on the shipping are they still doing that they just started that this year which 
like they're taking I don't know anything about the shipping like laws apparently or whatever eBay has done that but like that to me that seems illegal apparently eBay's always um, done that or something like that to basically like charge something that like you have nothing to do with mm-hmm. um, but the fact is is like it, it to me it's always been this thing where I'm just like I mean, a couple of years ago, I was like, cool, well, then goodbye. But I also am not making most of my money. At, at the point when that happened, I wasn't making most of my online sales. Uh, I was in a lucky position where the majority of my online sales were on my own website. Yeah. And so I can understand being in a different place where there are people who most of their online sales are not on their own website. It's on Etsy. And so you can't just flippantly be like, In that case, I think you do a slow taper, which is what I did. My feeling is that like when these bad things come up, Mm -hmm. I understand that we're not all in the same position. We don't all, we can't all just be like, fuck you Etsy. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to, I try to put myself in the position of other people where like, yes, it's a place of privilege to be like, I don't need to be on Etsy goodbye. But I also want people to step back and realize like, do you want to be continually put in this position? Are you okay with being put in this position? Do you not realize that this is something that's going to keep happening? Mm -hmm. This isn't just a fluke thing this continues to happen. If it's not shipping, it's going to be copyright infringement. If it's not copyright infringement, it's going to be something else with the algorithm. It's going to be something to do with the fees. It's going to be something to do with them having a bunch of China made shit. Like, well, back in the day, the thing that we were all pissed about is when they started allowing you to have an outside manufacturer. Exactly. Um, So I think there's something a long time ago. Oh yeah. That was yeah. Years and years and years ago. Like um, they discuss that in the article too. Like at first, people are like outraged about it but Etsy did have a really good point like some of these people who have had their own businesses for several years now are at the point where they can't just they can't grow their business without some help you know and I think when that happened my immediate thought was like then don't be on Etsy anymore like if that like this isn't the place for you like I feel like that about show of hands like my my feeling about show of hands is like, okay, so if, if somebody grows beyond the parameters of what show of hands is, Mm. well, then you don't get to be in show of hands anymore. And I, right. I always assumed that renegade was the same way, but it doesn't feel like, no. And like, I'm not going to be like, Oh cool. Like let's grow together. No. Like, the rules are the rules. Like the, the MO of the show is the MO of the show. And like, I'm not going to be like, okay, I guess I'll just go along for the ride. Like, no, I'm the fucking boss. Like I'm the one that decided how this show goes. And like, if everybody suddenly is like, well, I do this this way now. And like, I'm having things manufactured by a distributor in this factory somewhere. And I just like call it in and I don't even know what the stuff is anymore. Well then, cool like try to apply to the show again we'll see what Mm -hmm. happens and if you think i'm kidding try to apply to the show again like it just seems really weird that like people people's convictions kind of last until they last you know what i mean like people are very flexible i think 
um, like until you've made a made like made that kind of decision and then realized like that it's a mistake or not i guess yeah like you have to like learn that lesson yeah um i'm actually thinking about <laughs> that chip Gaines book reminds me <laughs> um and his dumb face an- another jewelry designer <laughs> that i like um she uh what's her joanna bought her earrings and was like photographed in them and she was like you know thrilled it's a yeah. celebrity yeah and then um of course it lasted like five minutes her yeah. uh followers message her and like hey did you know that they belong to a church that's really anti-gay yeah and she's like oh fuck i didn't know all this yeah. shit and so she's like oh my god this is like such a big up and down yeah. and like you know for like a second she's like oh, i want to try and like collab with them and i'm thinking you don't want to work with magnolia yeah because like they kind of use you and lose you yeah. like um and i had begged them to get paid yeah which should not be a thing no, that happens especially when it's a company that has plenty of money to pay no. you with um so besides their personal morals which um i think a lot of us can't get over yeah you know um like they're not running their company that great either. And right. she's like, wow. Okay. I guess, <laughs> I just yeah, learned. guess that happened. Like at least she didn't like get involved with them, but she yeah. had this moment of like, Oh my God, something big's happening. And then like, Oh no, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, never mind. Um, you know, like she's another person who, um, had like has these morals and will not let success, um, change them yeah you know yeah like it's i think it's better to be stubborn and like have you know yeah some boundaries like i think it's really weird i always see i always look at like etsy's not the devil in this no, situation no <laughs> no like not at all but and i think i think that whenever i talk to people and i hate like even though I am a very teeny tiny little influential person, like I, on the grand scheme of things, like I'm a little speck of someone that influences people. But like, there are times when like I say things and I have a moment of like, I don't want people to hear my opinion and think that I'm trying to be like, this should also be your opinion. Right. I mean, we're definitely not, if you're keeping your Etsy shop open, we, not like judging like, you I for don't, it. I, like, and when I say I don't care, I genuinely mean that. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I literally couldn't care less. I'm pretty sure people already know I don't care about that. Yeah. So. Like, and, and I don't mean that in a way that's like, I don't want you to be successful. I want everyone to be successful. But like, if you come up to me at an event and, <clears throat> and say like, I love Renegade and I do Renegade and I make shit tons of money. I'm going to be, I'm genuinely going to be happy for you. I'm not, I'm not going to walk away and be like that dumb asshole does renegade and makes money at it. I'm going to be like, that's tons fucking awesome. Renegade yeah, and we went people. and shopped and spent like, a bunch of money fucking at Edgewater it. at a yeah. double booth and I bet yeah. made a killing high fives all around. Yeah. Like I am in no, but am I going to do renegade next year? No, never again. We, I mean, personally, I, I stopped doing Renegade because I was sick of doing outdoor festivals. Yeah, I mean, that's and a big I part just of don't it. have the temperament for that size of a show. 
it wasn't a personal thing against Renegade because they've never done and anything that to I piss me off. I think that's so. something like, I think when I try to like either give people advice or if people ask me like, oh, should I do this or what do you think or whatever? I'm always just like, you need to sit down with yourself mm. and think about like, did you do that? And were you miserable afterwards? Did you do that and feel like pissed off the whole time did you do that and at the end go well i made a ton of money and that outweighed my frustration and i'm okay with that like i don't know your feelings i do shows and i make money and and get really frustrated and my frustration is worth more to me than the money so i won't i will literally not do a show again because i don't have the time or patience to be stressed out mm. and I can make money somewhere else. But some people think the opposite of that. So like there's just, it's hard to wrap your head around because like there literally is no answer. Like when we talk about Etsy and like them changing a policy, I think mostly we're trying to kind of get our head around like, why did they do this? And like, what does it mean? Not only for Etsy, but like, really what does it mean for all of us like what does it mean That's, yeah my concern because is we because we were all, does I, I really do feel like market. it regardless of what it does for individual etsy shops or yeah. what it does for etsy my opinion is that no matter what it does for etsy it is it is bad for the maker community yeah. as a whole it so is too. undeniable yeah. Yeah. that it is bad why? Because it is giving consumers further pat on the back yeah. for demanding free shipping, special discounts, speedy turnarounds, things that we have already been battling against for years because of Amazon. I actually have been expecting for several years for Amazon to pull the free shipping rug yes. out from under us. Yes. Like... Every now and then I think about it. I'm like, any second yeah, now, Amazon's going like, to be, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Because that's what I feel like lots of things I've, you know, we've gotten used to. Like, at, remember when we used to get phones for free? Yeah. Aw, <laughs> that was cute. And when your internet bill was $30 a month. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? I, th yesterday I said, I told Josh, <laughs> I was like, remember when the hashtags didn't exist? <laughs> <laughs> I was like doing a post and I was like, remember when like we literally had a life where like, remember when that was the pound? Sign? Yeah. Remember when that was like pound on your phone? And he's like, no, I don't remember that. I was like, and he's like, oh, he's like, that was great. He's like simpler times, simpler times. Um, okay. So again, like I, I recognize that Etsy is running a business and needs to make smart business decisions. They are, they're making smart business decisions. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're being competitive. They're yes. looking at their market and they're going, who's our They've competitor obviously done a really good job. Yeah. And like, they're like, how do we compete? Here's what I find disturbing. <laughs> um, Silverman, what's his, I, her, Josh Silverman. Josh, yeah. Okay. That's a, this article says Silverman doesn't like the words handmade or craft Ditto. because they don't communicate anything to buyers about when to think of Etsy. He says, nobody wakes up thinking, gosh, I need to buy something handmade today. I do. Yeah. 
I do. This fucker. is the CEO oh, of Etsy. Etsy. I know. Guys, we should all think about that really hard, guys. That that right there makes me not want to be a part of that company. Can you guys, let's, uh, for everyone that's listening that's part of Show of Hands, let's have a moment. If someone quoted me, Emily Wentz, the owner, manager, operator, founder of Show of Hands, the person that runs the show that you're, that's like, Handmade, 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 mar- maker, woo design, everybody come shop local. If I was in the Chicago Tribune tomorrow going, really just like nobody really like wakes up and is like, I want to buy things that are, I want to like shop local. Nobody really talks like, nobody wants that. Would you be like, peace out, fuck that lady. She's hit her head really hard. Like you would be, first of all, you'd be shocked and everyone would be sending me DMs like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Is everything all right? Did someone, did someone knock you upside the head and you need to go to the hospital? But yeah, that's very disturbing. Yeah. I thought that was it would gross. Be like, like, oh my God. It'd be how like did you Elon Musk being COVID? like, nobody really likes luxury cars. I mean, <laughs> like who wants a luxury car? Like, I mean, give me a bike, right? Um, so in contrast, so this is the current CEO. The founder of Etsy, uh, Rob Kalin, is quoted saying, how much money does Etsy have in its bank account? And how much does the average Etsy seller have in their bank account? Who can afford to be more generous? Don't think about that really hard. It'll make you really sad. Yet here we are. The company is asking the sellers to be more generous with the company. Yep. Yeah. And they have from the beginning. Every time they raise fees, every time they add every time they oversaturate the listings, every time they add new categories and make it harder to find you on there. Like that's what they're asking you to do. They're asking you to give up something so that they can have more. Yeah. I don't like the new CEO talks about how they like surveyed people and that like the number one reason that they didn't, you know finish their transaction is because of high shipping prices and it's like but that's what they are people aren't just yeah people aren't like "Uh, this actually cost me nine dollars but i'm gonna charge 18 i think that there was some issue i read this a long time ago with stores i think you know the stores that uh aren't really making handmade shit the like reseller stores that etsy has made no attempt to police whatsoever um they were doing this shitty thing where they would charge like five dollars for the item and ten dollars for shipping because etsy didn't take the percentage of the shipping yeah something like that those aren't exact amounts but that's why they instituted the um percentage on the shipping to prevent people from doing that yeah supposedly padding the shipping amounts um so you know maybe there were some issues where shipping was high but it's like (sighs) you could couldn't you have looked at this a different way like just educate people on why shipping costs this and etsy had that feature where it was real like real shipping real shipping that was attached and it would say that too yeah like when you're purchasing it so um, buyers didn't feel like it was an arbitrary right. amount. They didn't, yeah, you wanted to know they, that you were actually they wrote that out not shipping. that long ago, and then all of a sudden they're like, nope, never mind, no, sh- no shipping. Um, oh, I like this too. We talked about this. Now I don't know what we talked about before we turned the mics <laughs> on or not. Um, 
the feeling about free shipping being a lie because um, right. Etsy's actually recommending that if you can't yeah, offer free shipping to just pad the cost of your this item. This has all sorts of now, problems. I wouldn't be surprised if people just came up with that solution on their own. But yes. the fact that Etsy specifically it's says you if you it. can't afford to give people free shipping to just pad the okay. cost of your so item. So let's make this a real life scenario. really gross. So I'm going to use like a ceramic spender as an example. So let's say you're buying a Christiahi mug that costs $58. And I'm going to lowball estimate shipping. Like, so Christie's moved out to California and I'm in Chicago and I want a mug that I saw on her website, but she's not going to be in Chicago. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy, I'm going to pay shipping on that. I'm going to have her ship it to me. So it's $58 and tw- it's twelve dollars shipping. Probably twelve to fifteen. Right? Fifteen maybe. So now, am I a fucking grown up? That does it matter to me? That is that a seventy dollar mug that has free shipping, mm-hmm. or is it a fifty eight dollar mug? That has $12 shipping. Yeah, I thought, like, psychologically, Does it matter? people want to see it broken up, though. Like, wouldn't it, I rather see the $58 yeah, mug yeah, yeah, and then yeah. buy the $12 shipping? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, sure, yeah. I sure the fuck would. Yeah. Because guess what? Then I'm like, that's a $58 mug. And then I have the understanding, again, because like she said in the article, I'm a grown-up, mm-hmm. that she lives in California and I live in Chicago and it costs $12 to ship things. I have fucking... Things shipped all the time that cost $8, $12, $16, $25. I have things yeah, shipped. She can't give you free it, shipping. It's That's a like mug. giving you 20% It's a off. mug. It needs to, like, forget the fact that shipping is also shipping. Like, it's literally someone bringing me a mug from Los Angeles to Chicago in a truck or on an airplane. Like, are we, are we really that stupid that you don't think that, like that's a bargain. Twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. <laughs> it's Christy putting it in a box. Let's all let's all think real hard, everybody. I know that we're all dum dums and we don't know that like literally the box she puts it in probably cost eighty cents. Mm-hmm. The bubble wrap or craft paper that she wraps it in, I mean, another forty to fifty to sixty. Cent, like just thing. the packaging yeah. alone, so it doesn't break, yeah. is another dollar. She's got tissue or a business card or a postcard or any, all the other cute things that come in that that are branding or something nice or something that says this is how you wash this or this is how you care for this or a thank you card that says thank you for purchasing this. The fucking Dymo printer that she has to print a shipping label on. The cute label that goes on the outside or the rubber stamp that she stamps her logo on the outside. Her taking it to the fucking post office to get it to your ass. Like... Are we that selfish and ignorant that you think that twelve dollars is mm-hmm. too much money for for several people and several materials and effort to bring that from her front door to your front door? That's too much money. That also, seems like, insane to me. Hearing you like list all the things out, 
makes me think about like all of the like books and like business advice things that we've read over the years about how you calculate every little thing yeah. and make sure you're getting your money or back. Are you getting your money worth? And now and Etsy's like, no, no, fuck that. It's all free. Like, so yeah. you want you want Christy to pay for it's it is free for her to go to the post office. It is free. She's giving you that. It's free for her to pay for that rubber stamp. It's free for her to buy that box for you. Like she's eating all that cost. She's eating all of that. Not to mention the fact that like the mug she's selling, you shouldn't cost $58. It should probably cost $72. Like not to mention the fact that like we're all already underselling all of our products as it is. And not to mention the rent that she's paying on her studio space, the maintenance of her kiln, the, the glaze that she has. Like, it's just, it, to me, it seems so insane to me that like, we're all walking around with $900 pieces of plastic in our pockets that we don't have any problem with. We have no problem with that. We, we, none of us feel unjustified in spending $35 a month renting. Yeah. I was just going to say I rent my phone, but do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, pe- like if I, if I had to buy this piece of garbage outright from the phone mm-hmm. company, I rent it from, it would cost, mine's only it would cost month, $700. But then I'm like, mm, I don't want to pay for priority mail shipping to have someone in two days, get a mug literally 5,000 miles across the world to me. Uh, I give it to me for free. That's a really good example because if you're someone who has a product like mine who you can sell one thing for $40 that ships it's like 3 ounces um with insurance cuz I insure everything that $40 thing's probably around $4 to ship anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um and that's because I add insurance so it's a little bit more. You can eat $4 on right. that. Yeah, when I when I ship a print because it needs to be in a flat mailer. I always add insurance because otherwise you would not believe the number of times that mail carriers have literally folded a print of mine in half and put it in a mailbox. Um, it usually will be $7, 7 to 750 How much I will, was the print? Uh, $15. Yeah, you can't give free shipping. No, absolutely not. And, uh, and most, I mean, that's why most people, that's why I don't have a lot of online sales is because people will not people won't pay for my shipping. Um but I guess if the point is that you have to get up to $35, but then like even if it's $7 still, shipping with $35, that Yeah. I feel like if we're saying Etsy's making these moves cuz they're running a good business and you look at those stats for us like sp- making $35 and spending seven mm-hmm. to ship it, you would say that's a bad business decision. Yeah. Etsy's making good dis- business decisions for them that make force us to make right. bad business decisions for ourselves. And also like if, if Etsy wants to be my distribution center, then mm. they can ship my shit for me. I always remember, I always think about fab when fat did you ever do a fab sale uh i did like that was the best one of the short sale things and then also they just started buying stuff yeah they had like an online shop for a while like they had these amazing like flash sale things and you could either do it where you drop shipped things directly from yourself like to the people yeah that made me nervous because you had to do way more prep Ugh. 
So I never I did that. I shipped it all myself. So yeah. I, no, I never did that. I always did the, like, they send me a PO and it was just like a giant. Yeah, I did that. Delivery. And then you send it to Fab and then oh. Fab. Oh, you did that? I did oh, that. Oh, I shipped it all myself. No, fuck that. I wasn't You had that. to, like, ha- be so organized so that they knew what yeah. was what. No, I was great. I loved it. It was so great. So I, sh- no. so I did the thing where you shipped the entire thing and you, you just sent, you f- mm. fulfilled their giant PO and you just sent it in these two. I re- the one that was huge was like, I just shipped it on a skid. It was like this giant order. It was amazing. And you just sent it to them and then they sent all the individual orders out to people and you had to do it in like this crazy time frame because they had like, it was like three to five day shipping from them. So like once yeah. the sh- sale ended, you had to bust that po out like th- within 24 hours like, yeah once it ended you had to I turn it around and like ship it the next remember day us like was packing awesome. and shipping on the f- every floor in our apartment yeah that was in my studio it was just like prints were all over like three tables that i had set up and then all the card packs were like on another table it was amazing it was like it was i remember it being like the biggest order i've ever yeah we were like we had scheduled a UPS pickup and we're bringing out packages in all of our laundry baskets. Oh, it was fab. <laughs> but it that was, was fun. G- I mean, but then it's like, I think of that where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like if that's what, if you're going to m- force me to do something with my shipping, well then guess what? Like at the end of every month, Etsy, you send me a PO and you, you ship it. Well, you charge the shipping, but of course that's not going to yeah. happen. Like that's never going to happen. Yeah. But that's the only way that you're allowed to dictate what I do with my shipping. I think that they could, um, cover like go on halvesies or something. I mean, here's the real issue on the shipping. Like, so I think everybody needs to kind of uh, like if everyone can maybe have a little bit more confidence in themselves mm. And realize that, like, you only need Etsy as much as you allow yourself to need Etsy. Like, if the real issue here is that you are being punished based on the algorithm, you're being punished. Like, if you don't offer free shipping, if you carry on business as usual, you don't change your shipping, you don't change your pricing at all, you literally do what you're doing. Um, fuck Etsy and fuck them putting you higher in the search, whatever. Like, were you, were you in the top 48 of the search engine before? Probably not. So if things were fine before, then carry on and promote yourself the way you've been promoting yourself. Why are you so reliant upon Etsy putting you at the top and promoting your listing? Well, I think like, at that point you should be promoting yourself as per usual. You should be sending people to your Etsy shop. You should be sending people to your mailing list. People will find you based on searches. People will find you based on them putting in things that you, how you've tagged them, how you've, you know, like, you have to, there's part of it where you kind of have to hope that like people are just going to find you organically the way that they have been this whole time that like, you're not going to suddenly be in the top 48 because you switched to free shipping. Like that means that only 48 people switched to free shipping. That's not real. I know. I don't get that. Like everybody figure that math out. I've, I've thought about that. Like like, thousands of people just switched to free shipping. Right. How are they all in the top Top 48? 48, Yeah. Use your brain. I don't, that yeah. feels really it's a lie. It's called a lie. <laughs> so, um, one of the quotes that's like very pro Etsy from the article, which 
tying into what you're currently discussing is um, your own website is a lemonade stand in a desert. Etsy is the world's largest craft fair. Which one do you want to be in? And of course, looking at that, I'm like, I want my lemonade stand in the desert. I know. I don't want either of those things. But like, here's the thing. If you're on Etsy for being, you know, the largest craft fair instead of your lemonade stand in the desert, but you're not, the searches aren't benefiting you anymore. Right. Your Etsy's only working because you're directing people there. Yeah. Fucking direct people to, to your, your own, own website, website where they're not yeah. going to get lost and buy something else yes. from someone else. You also have to remember, like, you're, you should be working to the longevity of your own brand. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be working towards sales, 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 sales. You should be working towards do you have a loyal customer base? Do you have brand recognition? Do you have a company that has long standing? in 10 years do you give a fuck about where you are on your etsy listings like be an adult like do you like in this scenario where etsy is the world's largest craft fair do you want your products on the same page as other things that are really similar to you and people can't necessarily tell you apart and we all know the terrible thing that you hear people say all the time is like do you legit want somebody coming up to someone wearing your earrings at a coffee shop and saying, I love your earrings. And they say, thanks. I got them on on Etsy. Etsy. Well, that was another um, point that I pulled out. Um, And now because I pulled things out of this article, I don't know who this is that they're interviewing. (laughs) Um, I thought I tried to prevent that, um, but whatever. Um, Anyhow, this person says Etsy's growth targets contribute to not just tighter margins for sellers, but also to unsustainably broad audience for Etsy sellers who are used to catering to a more craft aware niche. It translates into a whole lot of people buying things on Etsy without understanding exactly what Etsy is. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, this the isn't people, new, yeah, no, this the, isn't but new. it's, it's always gone on and now it's about to get way worse. Yeah. It's definitely compounding the problem. In the last month, I can't tell you how many times, and I'm not in public very often, (laughs) I've been asked if I have an Etsy Etsy shop. shop. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing they ask me. You're like, no, I have a real website. It's like, no. No. I I literally always say the words, no, I have a real website. I would just say I have a website. I always say that. Because the number of people that are like, you should, oh, do you, like, oh, the number cute. of people that say, do you have a website to me? Oh. And I'm like, yeah, it's 2019. Do you not have a website? <laughs> like, are you, wait, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not playing at job. Like, uh, like th- I'm this, I have a business. I know that I'm not wearing a suit and I'm not a man, but yes, I have a website. <laughs> you know, that's shocking to you. <laughs> But no, I don't have an Etsy shop. Um, and if I did, you wouldn't be able to find it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to just finish up so we can go off uh, <laughs> off my notes. Uh, I think this is probably the last paragraph of the article. So we'll end it on that. Um, uh, so this is uh, an interview with the Etsy chief financial officer um, who said... What a terrifying <laughs> job. Uh, this is Rachel Glazers, the CFO. She said that the company is unconcerned when it loses sellers, even high-performing ones, because there are so many people who can come in and make up lost revenue selling something nearly identical. 
For people who have invested years of their lives in the platform, it can feel deflating and all too unsurprising to type namaste in bed into the search bar <laughs> and see more than 1,300 <gasps> results. God bless her for that. Can that can look like betrayal, and in a sense, it is. Yeah, I know the nom. I knew like that. Oh my God, I love that she used that. Yeah, I know because you okay. like to use that. So, too. I'm like half of me hears that and cringes. The, these people, the CEO and CFO of Etsy, do not give a shit that you made that thing that you and sold. The other half they, of me, they said it. They've they've been quoted saying it. The other half of me, like so, one half of me is like, oh my god, like shut the. Stop like, why? saying Stop that. Stop talking. Like, you guys need a oh new PR God. company. Yeah. Like, do you Shut not? Your mouths. Do you not have like a brand ambassador? What's wrong with you yeah. people? Like, why do you not have Stop a cute twenty-six-year-old girl who's like, I love making. Like, shut yeah, up. Yeah, I know. The other part of me is like, she's not wrong. Like, she's I not. I think she's saying it for investors. She's absolutely. She's absolutely saying it for investors. Like, we don't. We're and, not all lovey-dovey hippies. She is the CFO, we're and that is her job. Craft the people here. she is speaking to, yeah. she does not give a fuck about the makers, and she mm -mm. does not give a fuck about the shoppers. Quite frankly, she gives a fuck about investors and she gives a fuck about shareholders and she's the CFO that is her job my dad was a CFO for 30 something years that that is your job that's who you talk to all day that's they're who you doing have a great job at yes, doing their jobs absolutely like that is her job that is what she is here that that's who she has meetings with every day all day long and and if she met me she would be like you're adorable like she would yeah. meet me and yeah, laugh yeah. in my face yeah. and be like aren't you cute yeah you're so cute yeah. what a cute naive way to run yeah. your business yeah and i would be like i don't like that lady and i would walk yeah. out and be like this yeah. you're gross and yeah. it would be bad yeah but like she's doing her job and i think like to be fair like a c recently within the last couple of weeks someone asked me this very question about show of hands mm. Someone asked me, do, oh, it was at Renegade. Someone asked me something to the effect of, do I notice when people don't apply? When, do I notice when, hmm. it was Anne, was, was it Anne? Yeah. And it was that, it's and that conversation. Like, no. And I <laughs> genuinely, like when it's people who've been in the show before and they don't apply and I'm like, I, I honestly, I can't care. Yeah. Like if I every time applications came in had the thought that like, Oh, so-and-so didn't apply. So-and-so didn't apply. So-and-so didn't apply. And then it made me upset or yeah. concerned, or I wanted to email them and be like, why didn't you apply? Is the, do you not like the show? Did you have a bad last? It was the last show you were in bad. Did you, yeah. do you not like it anymore? Like, and I I'm would, glad you told me that because I've felt like, I, d I can't care. Like I needed to tell some other shows why, like, Hey, I didn't not apply because I didn't like the show. I just yeah. can't do it. And I'm like, no, no. they don't care. No. Like, they don't and, need to and know it's that. It's not that I don't, it's a weird question to answer because it's not that I don't care. Like when someone does tell me, mm -hmm. when someone does go out of their way hey, to be like, like okay, Hey, thanks, I'm having whatever. a baby. can't apply the show. Yeah. I'm kind of like, cool. Thanks for telling me about like later or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm glad to know that they had a good experience. I'm glad to be told, hey, mm -hmm. I didn't not apply because it was terrible. Yeah, but like they didn't have to. But do I also it. am kind of like, not I literally will think to myself, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to shit. 
don't give a shit about your life. I mean, it might be weird if I didn't tell you I wasn't going to apply. Right. And then like, I didn't like apply. There are, there, I think there are certain people that have been in like every single show that like if they suddenly well, weren't see you every in week. it. <laughs> and I'm just kind of, I, I, that I think I would be like, well, that's weird. Yeah. But like if I, at this point. Yeah. If people suddenly you would just stopped assume doing something. it, I would just be like, yeah. cool, they're not, yeah. they don't want to do it anymore. Like, I don't, it, I, you can't care. You can't, when, once you get big enough, I think three or four years ago, I would be like, oh my God, so-and-so didn't apply anymore. I wonder if they hate me. But now I'm just like, cool. People, t- like people have different lives. Like people decide to not do shows anymore. People decide to have, do their families. People decide to open brick and mortars. People move. People decide that they hate doing events people decide that like yeah people have show do shows and don't make enough money i, mean, I, have, Pe- like, I feel that way about so many reasons stores that stop ordering or customers yeah, that like i don't see orders from anymore and so i feel like this is that times a million like mm-hmm. this is like of course you of course they don't care of course etsy doesn't care even if they were grassroots homegrown privately owned still i would aspe- expect that they don't care weird though. but also don't say it in an interview yeah. don't say we don't give a shit like you should say like obviously we want for businesses to do well and stay on the plat like lie like I just think lie the <laughs> grossest part of it is um the whole um they'll be replaced with some selling something yes. nearly identical that's is what's the grossest ba- part is, of it that is an episode because i would never say that and i wouldn't meet i wouldn't i i couldn't say that because that's not true i like we will always find people to be in the show Mm -hmm. but i also say that and don't know if that's true Mm. like i don't i don't know that that's the case every time that there are open applications i'm secretly like oh god i hope enough people apply that we can have a good you know that i can fill it with the right Mm. people Mm -hmm. and like there might be a point where like 500 people apply and like that's just not even a possibility but like I always have that feeling in the back of my mind because I'm me. Yeah, I mean, I'm launching a new collection tomorrow, and I'm like, what if nobody buys gonna, any of this? <laughs> like, am I gonna have the worst day ever, um, <laughs> or will it be fine? <laughs> I don't know. Like, but yeah, you never like, know. That's exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Is like they need a PR person. Like you should They're not. Really, like she's clearly like, a financial say this to person. Your stockholders or something. Yeah. But don't like, say it in an interview. Dude, you're reading this. Don't say it in an interview dude. about. Think something that's clearly just, directed towards the makers. And I remember when I closed my store, I remember thinking, they're just going to let me leave and not care at all. Like, how dare they? I've been on this site since 2006. And they don't care. I mean, if there's something they, less than not like noticing, that's what they like did. Like, in my head, in my, like, dramatic head, I'm mm-hmm. like, a little alarm's going to show up nope. on their screen. Michelle Starbuck just closed her store. Like, they have one of those. Sound the alarm. They have a giant thermometer <laughs> on a piece of poster board, and, like, it ticks down. One, like, they have to <laughs> pull off a strip because you... you left yeah <laughs> like some alert came up that mm-hmm. someone whose store opened in 2006 just closed and that that was and a they big all, deal they all ha- they're all in their cubicles oh, in brooklyn one. and they all have to like stand up and have a moment of silence yeah that's what i mean that was what was going on Aww. in my head they're gonna notice nope no, no. Fuck, no they're gonna notice. so again like 
I would not recommend to someone who's making a lot of money on Etsy to just like get stomp their feet and close their shop right now with no backup plan. No. When I knew I was going to close my shop, I also carried it out through the holidays because it's the yeah. decent thing to do. Yes. You don't um, want to shock your own customers. And of course, um, what ended up happening is happening is my holiday sales were so terrible <laughs> that it gave me. I was like, "Yep, this is it. It's time." time to and go. in fairness like i had put zero effort into my etsy shop for like three years yeah. and then it got to a point where i'm like god these fees suck because oh i bet there are some people who don't know this when etsy first started you would list an item for 10 cents yep. and it just stayed up for forever forever <laughs> it was 10 cents and it forever. never expired yeah. that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, it's a simpler time. And then I was like, 20 cents, fine, 20 cents, whatever. I and then I was like, every six months, every three months, it's yeah. gonna now it's, yeah. Yeah. I, th I don't know. I think when I was thinking about this after I read that article and I was kind of like, okay, so what's like, if somebody was like, well, what's your advice? Like, what should I do? Yeah. Or if I still had my Etsy shop and like, I actually had, if I was like, actually making like even 20% of my yearly online revenue was coming from Etsy. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't want to shut it down. Yeah. And I, I have loyal Etsy customers That's that rely on it. Basket selection. You have there. good basket. I got like four eggs in there. Yeah. It's great. I kind of thought I, regardless of, but the company is a little gross, <laughs> you know, like they're not Scientologists. If I wasn't, no, they're not Scientologists. <laughs> thank God. If I wasn't, if but if we take how the, different are they from Amazon? It, not no. not much yeah. different. But if we take away the, I don't really have a like. If we take away the element of like, do I have a product that can afford free shipping? Element of it, like so. Let's get rid of like, am I selling jewelry or am I selling mm -hmm. ceramics? Part of it, and we're just trying to say like, am I? morally okay with it or am I trying to like change my policies or do I feel blackmailed all of that mm -hmm. like the nasty feeling of mm -hmm. it I kind of feel like I would just keep things the way they were and try to just embrace the fact that like people are talking about this mm -hmm. and make sure that like I'm like, doing don't jump on the free shipping thing. don't jump on the free Leave shipping it. thing don't be a gripey Debbie Downer about yeah. it. do not do the like go on your Instagram and be like Etsy's being a bad meanie like don't do that unless you already have sorry text your friends like have a podcast about it have a podcast about it and be a bitch actually contact like, us feel free to do like yeah. I, I feel like instagram story is fine if you want to do like a this happened and i'm annoyed like instagram stories don't do a permanent post that's like gripey whiny bitchy whatever like do, you know but like maybe do like a I mean you can do like a hey i'm closing my etsy shop yeah like Having either sale, last either, chance. either decide you're keeping your etsy shop mm -hmm. And be as transparent as possible with your current customers and be like, this is what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. talk to your customers like they remember that they don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, remember that, like, they aren't makers and they don't 
they don't know the drama they don't know why this hurts they don't know why this feels bad like you can't get on your instagram and be like boohoo wow wow we're being mistreated because that just feels it makes them feel like they're doing it to you when they're not etsy is so like try to be as like hey here's the scenario etsy has made this change we feel like this about it we've made this decision and like whatever that decision is if you if your decision is we've decided to have free shipping mm -hmm. then maybe say like hey w support the, our change go support our change go to go and buy our stuff we're gonna have a little mini sale or we're gonna have a little mini push or we're gonna whatever we're gonna try this out or if you've decided you're not gonna do it fuck their free shipping thing like go tell your tell all your customers like hey show up for us show that you support makers and that you're willing to pay for our shipping and mm -hmm. know that these are our shipping policies and that we never upcharge our shipping mm -hmm. and this is what our shipping pays for show them how cool you package a package like show them or all the steps temptation to show them your shipping bill Every right month. yeah 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 don't do that <laughs> but like show like show them how much effort yeah. and and cool thing like show them all the cool elements that go into shipping a package show them show yourself going to the post office like show them all the positive things that their money is paying for instead of being like poo poo like i'm so sad and pissed off like show them that like them paying for shipping is help is making what you're doing right now happen because then that it makes people feel good. Like remember that what you're doing should make people feel good. And then if you've decided fuck Etsy, like don't say that. Like just be yeah. like we've we've made the choice for our business to leave Etsy. And so thank you so much to all of our supportive customers that have shopped on Etsy in the, in the past. We we love you. Thank you so much. And in honor of that, we're going to give you all a coupon code. Yeah, time it so that you, you know, it's good send for them over having there. some sort of sale. Have a little thing. mini sale. Send them over there. Have it be free shipping. Be funny about it. Like, yeah. be cute. Be like, we're going to have free shipping on our website. And it's all of, you know, it's for everyone. It's for our current customers. It's for our Etsy shoppers. Like, try as much as you can to spin it in a positive way, but also be as positive and like informative as you can because mm -hmm. like if Etsy's not gonna get up on a platform and be like hey customers this is what's really happening this is how shipping works well like the least you can do is you can do it because right now there's a whole community of people out there that all seem like real whiny bitchy little babies yeah like unfortunately like there are like in looking in doing research to talk about this last night I was just like it, this just comes off the way that we don't want to come off. Like there's so That's many why I small businesses. Yeah, so much because it was yeah. so smart. Like so many times, it's like you're only hurting yourself. You're as a, a community as a whole. It's like if we're if all we're doing all the time is being like, oh, we're like, it's not fair. Nothing's fair, and like we're being mistreated. It's like, but if you can say why are you being mistreated and why is it not fair and why is this unjust and why does this not make sense because. You're just talking at people otherwise. If you don't explain to the customer why, because like if I'm, if I'm yelling at my dad and being like, Etsy made the shipping free, he'd be like, so, okay, so, 
why? What are you going to do about why, it? What is your yeah. problem? Yeah. But if I said to him, hey, here's the deal with Etsy. This is what their fees have been. This is why they're doing this. This is how Amazon works. This is how shipping structures work. This is why it's unfair for businesses like mine. This is why it doesn't work for me. He would be like, oh, I get it. Like, you have to treat your customer like they don't know where you're coming from because they don't they they on it there are lots of customers that honestly believe that like we can somehow get the shipping discounts that fucking amazon can yeah get. i mean that would, that'd be different i was thinking about that because we do get etsy's shipping rates yeah why doesn't etsy have better shipping rates because they're t- taking that money yeah that is why <laughs> Um, like I, I work at Roner and Roner, like because of the volume of what you're shipping and because you have like referral codes and because you have an account that you can like funnel things through like you FedEx and UPS and USPS, like they, they will honor and give you discounts yeah. and like you, I mean the <laughs> shipping stuff at Roner is like half of the price of if I shipped something through my like, mm-hmm orange beautiful account because orange beautiful ships a in, like teeny teeny tiny percentage of what rotor ships like volume wise frequency wise and it's like yeah why is etsy not working to be like we look at these amazing discounts we've given to you guys like use this code or use uh, this account or sign into this login like thing you've had 15 years to figure this out and you can't do it um yeah, um, I'm thinking uh, about how the the whole like not bitching to your customers about it, um, like the whole not bitching about Instagram like likes and stuff. Yeah. And um, what Kate from the shop files has said, when you do that, um, you are you're talking to the person who did see your post you're talk so yeah. like with etsy you're talking yeah. to the per- who potentially talking to give the- you a sale yeah yeah um and making them feel like it didn't count yeah, or it didn't, it didn't matter. matter or like like thanks for coming to my birthday Don't party make it sound i hate yeah. that all these people didn't come to my party like yeah well, i'm here why did you why are right. you not thankful for me being here yeah thanks for so like don't yeah. like doing that makes your customer feel like you didn't appreciate right. their support right um because probably the person who is supportive is the one who's seeing that exactly you know yeah um so yeah i mean all the time i think i want to complain so badly about how no one saw a post that was important right and i just yeah you're like no put my phone away you're like just text my i've made it text your private group I've made it this far without complaining about Instagram on my Instagram account. And I feel like, yeah, I you just have to, you know, like it's not going to help. I don't want the pity likes. Yeah. What's the point of that? Um, it, yeah. It doesn't help anything. Mm-mm. I think it's just, I mean, Etsy is tricky because it, it is oh, something we that had, we, we asked all those people to write us things. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, no, we don't care. <laughs> I forgot about. I have them on my phone. Um, shit. I think that Sorry. there is definitely like a general. Which one are you pulling up? The pancake town one. I have both, because I just put them in a notes thing. Oh, got it. I was thinking about them while we were talking, but I didn't reference them. It seemed to me like I mean there wasn't anybody that was resoundingly like, 
I'm leaving. Like no one was really like, no, um, I'm furious about it. And I've quit. I've shut down my I Etsy mean, shop. Jenny from three letter birds is like, I'm working on my own website. You know? I mean, I think that, yeah. And I think that's a general. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this and towards. you're not in our Facebook group, um, it's a private group, but you can request to join. And there's a, um, discussion where you can contribute your opinion. Um, yeah, she, Jenny basically says it's another super shitty policy by a pretty <laughs> shitty company. Um, <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, and she's working on her own website. Um, um, she said based on her observation so far, it seemed to affect the amount of orders very little. Um, yeah, it didn't seem like anybody was seeing any drastic yeah, like, uptick Lisa, or downtick either um, way. McGill says the same thing. Um, that she doesn't seem to notice a big difference and she is offering the free shipping. I think she actually says that, um, the free shipping is actually better for her than running all of the ads, um, in terms of ROI. Right. Yeah. So that's one positive vote, yeah, but also it's not been a lot. It's not been enough time. So I think everyone's just like, let's see. Yeah. Let's see how it does. Um, so, um, let's see. Grego design says that he is offering free shipping and he's built it into his prices. Yeah. He kind of already has that like, um, as part of his pricing structure, which I guess I'd be general. curious about. So then prices at shows would be lower. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's so curious that set up that way about that. Um, this person, Nora says that she, uses the Etsy square sync thing for shows for inventory purposes. So that's why she's going to keep it. Yeah. So that's tricky. Cause then you have like, when you do have to have, when you have to be very aware of like, are my prices on my online shop exactly the same as they are at shows? Yeah. Like, you know, you have to be she's careful of making that. sure her prices are the same. Yeah. So she's not doing the building and shipping thing. Yeah. Um, Carrie says that like it doesn't really affect her because her package is shipped for three dollars. So again, like people who have small shipping, like we don't we don't really get to complain about it, but I do think that I feel bad for other people and that affects my opinion on it, you know, the whole situation. It doesn't affect me, but it affects my friends. So I you know. Um I think my favorite was from Elise. Elise yeah. Um, and so like l- little wings. It's a whole design. big thing. Uh, and this is in the show of hands yeah, group. She's in so the I guess um, if you're not in show of hands, you wouldn't be able to read this. You don't get to see. Um, <laughs> so I'll try and read more of it. Um, sh- she has her shop in permanent vacation mode after being on Etsy for nine years. So she's seen the sim- you know, a similar yeah. change that we have. And just for reference, she sells like uh, leather goods. Leather so stuff, most yeah. of her stuff is going to be like not only higher price point, but also like weight, weight and size wise will be yeah. a little bigger. So she said like, besides like trying to redo her cost to include shipping, which would be a nightmare. Um, it would screw up her wholesale costing. She said, plus I think it's philosophically the wrong approach approach to trick customers into think shipping is free. It's not free. Humans have to be paid to deliver all our shit. 
not to mention the environmental impact of shipping all over the globe. If anything, we need to be having more conversations with the general consumer about the real cost of shipping, not trying to hide it. I love that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. exactly, that's really it. Well that's that's well where written. we're... Yeah. That it is, I mean, Amazon has kind of, argument. of destroyed how we perceive, like what goes into things like you we've we live in this world where like you think of something and then it just pops up on your phone and you press a button and it automatically takes money out of your bank account and it shows up on your porch yeah. the next day yeah. and like we've taken away the reality of like how that works like the effort that it takes Elise to make something the effort it takes for her to pack that thing up the effort it takes for her to give that to another person who then ha who works for another company and that company is responsible for that thing that has to come to you like that that isn't free this isn't yeah. a non-profit right. <laughs> country I mean, that we live in yeah, like Etsy's saying the same thing they're yeah. not non-profits like right. neither like, are we neither are we and yeah. neither is USPS and neither yeah. is UPS and yeah. neither is it. like the woman that brings me my mail is not a volunteer she has a family to feed and she gets a paycheck like it, it's it just seems very like who who is the end user there like who's yeah. the one that gets has to suck up that money apparently it's us yeah according to etsy it's us yeah i think this comes back to what we're always saying like you know put a person um like front and center front and center for your business like right um you know, I, I'm not about to start like showing my face all the fucking time because I don't want to, but I think there are other ways you can yes. do it without showing your face. If yeah. you are a showing your face person, show your face. People like to like think about you having made their thing. Yeah. I think if you um, don't want to show your face because you mostly don't wash your hair, put on makeup or underwear. Um, <laughs> She's not talking about anyone specific. No. Um, uh, you wearing underwear right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, you, you came out in public. I almost just said when I leave the apartment, but that's not entirely true. <laughs> when she ships your orders and takes them to the post office, she's I not don't wearing take underwear. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I pay someone to Never do mind. that. <laughs> um, I pay Steve to She do pays it. someone. You hear that, people? She pays someone. I pay, yeah. Like Steve and posted it's not a photo Etsy. recently about like the oh, orders. Oh yeah, and I saw that. A friend had said like, "Oh, you're such a good husband," and I want to respond. He's I like, pay. Yeah, him. he's like, he's I'm an, an employee. employee. Yeah. He gets a W two like, from me. Job. That's my job. Um, he's he's like, I would do it for free. I'm like, I wouldn't let you do it for free. Yeah. Anyhow, I would hire somebody like, else. Then stop doing shit for free. Um. Yeah, for real. Uh, any I was gonna say like if you. This is like kind of off topic, but not really, because I think it does all come no, back to I like think, showing yes. your customers that you're yes. a person. You're a person who paid the shipping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're just paying you back for it. Yeah. Um, you know, like if we could actually probably continue this conversation about like how to um, you know, be personal, like have have a personal aspect to your business without like you know yeah being in your talking, face on a video like doing all the, the time yeah oh, stuff because yeah. i've like i feel like i'm finding lots of ways to like have a voice without a face yes we yeah. also all have hands yes we all have hands and um, my hands are usually <laughs> filthy but people don't seem to care about that no i think that that's i mean i've said that 
to you before where I'm like, I know you don't want to show your face, but like you could always, you could literally get in the habit of like every, you know, fifth or sixth I'm trying, post. I'm trying to get my hands a shot yep. of like your hands yeah. doing something. Or even just like holding it. Yeah. Literally like, holding I'm, something or I your forget, hand in a shot. Actually. And I um, try harder. I should send you, I took a, like an online course, um, which I don't tend, I don't do, I'm not a person. Yeah, I know. That, that's like, why I'm take, wrinkling That's my why face. you're making a weird face. Yeah. Um, from a lettering designer, um, Lauren Ohm. She's okay. got a online shop. It's called Home Ohm Sweet Ohm. Uh-huh. Um, but she's a lettering designer. I think I don't know where she's based out of California, probably. Um, but she she has a huge Instagram following, social media following. Um, but she has some really great, like kind of no duh kind of tips oh. about like social media things, okay. like where she says it, and you're like. Yeah, of course. But then you're like, yeah, somebody had to tell me that. It seems really obvious. But it's just things like she she does a lot of like large scale scale murals and stuff like that. But she has these shots where it's literally just like um, a lettering piece that she's done. But she does she does a lot of like superimposed things where she'll take shots. She she shows you she's like yeah I was like on a trip and I just saw like this cafe and it was really cute and I just put like a blank piece of white paper down and just like took a bunch of shots of it and she's like then like six months later I just like superimposed a drawing oh, I did on top of it and, she, and she's like and everybody thought I was like in yeah. Italy <laughs> and she's like I was but six months ago but she she's like you know oh, it's all cool. she's like it's fake but it's not fake like I was mm-hmm. actually there and I actually took that photo but like it, you know I like I made it up I like composited it all together and she was showing that like she'll have these photos of just like her holding a pencil like she's not actually in the moment drawing that mm-hmm. thing but it's like the sketch and then her holding a pencil but like the the added element of mm-hmm. and she showed like side by side pictures of like one of just the sketch and one of her hand in the sketch and she's like which one of these makes you feel like more like you want to know more about me yeah. or you want to know more about the picture and she's like 90% of you are going to say the one with the hand in it and she's like, it's just a human nature thing mm-hmm. that you're like, I see a hand or I see someone's face or I see an, el- you know, like you're just drawn to that yeah, human element and you want to know more about that person. Yeah. And even like, just like in your captions, trying to yeah. be a little bit more casual, I feel yeah. like um, sometimes it's just like um, easier to be formal, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like a little uncomfortable to be casual. You know, because you're like, you I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> um, I'm always like, what's up, assholes? And then I'm like, nope, can't say that. <laughs> Sounds weird. Um, but it, like, I got to calm down. <laughs> I've, I've had some better uh, moments, like just being. Like, yeah. Just being less yeah. worried about what you're saying. Yeah. Be less worried about what you're saying. But I think it's I mean, I think that there is something to be said, like when you have all these like policies and rules and stuff and you're not like you're not being clear about like why those things exist. Like if you say like, Oh, our turnaround time is seven to 10 days, but then you're like nowhere else on your website or in your social media or any of your policies. Do you explain like, well, I'm hand making this and like, here's anything to do with like how I'm hand making this. Like, well then people are going to be frustrated and want to know why does it take so long to ship something? Mm-hmm. And like, you can't really then turn around and be like, Hey, calm down. It take I'm hand making this shit. Like, well, how would they know that? Yeah. I mean, so, there was a phase I feel yeah. like and several years, 
maybe three or four years ago. I don't know. Where um, I feel like we all collectively decided, like, we're only doing pretty pictures. No personal shit. Right. Like... Yeah, everything's got to be photoshopped and yeah, curated like and like yeah. nothing behind the scenes. Right. Um, Keep that shit behind. Yeah. Don't all the clutter hide like, it. No push it to the side. Thing, you know, like yeah. know what you're don't doing. Don't show your gross coffee cup in yeah. the corner. Yeah. Um and now we're like, "Oh, that was all working. I want to see. That wasn't working. I just want to see that. I yeah. just want to see your garbage face and your garbage coffee yeah. and your garbage dirty workspace." Yeah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> And until we decide we don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, it'll I go in know. phases. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, just with this Etsy stuff, like, think about if you're okay with um, them having no morals, basically, and not giving a shit about you. And again, I think that it is okay to, if you are making money... If it would destroy your business, leaving it, Etsy, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Then, like, don't be a martyr no. for anyone. No. Like, don't. Let Emily and d- I be the martyrs. Yeah, thank you. Like, <laughs> if, if, if you are making even, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, even 10% sure. of your yeah. total online revenue yeah. on your Etsy shop. Yeah. If you feel like you have regular Etsy customers and you are making even a tiny percentage of regular online sales, like don't cut it off. But you I can, think you, you need can, to watch your profit margin yes, really closely. Yes. Watch it really out, car- make a plan. It might not if be you're worth not it. making, if you're not making 50% of your revenue, yeah. you need to start making a plan you, you need to, to leave. Yeah. And that plan might not fully come to fruition until a year from now yeah. but like start making your plan to leave strategy, yeah. but don't just like tomorrow be like i'm shutting down my etsy shop no. yeah and like don't do that anyway like even if you're like fully resigned to shut down your etsy shop like don't do it tomorrow i mean if you've been half assing like, it for a long time and you're pretty much just paying fees and like tell like tomorrow <laughs> tell tell people you're doing it like sure. don't just like be like goodbye like yeah because that looks irresponsible because that looks too. irresponsible yeah. it looks like you were mad it looks like you're a bad business owner mm-hmm. like there are even if there's two etsy shoppers that had you on your fa- their favorites yeah. list and yeah. they buy from you only on there like they deserve the yeah. respect of an email that says thank you for your business we're at a good point where you could say end of the year yes i think i think so too and it, and and ha- and like do something that gets you a cut like get a piece mm-hmm. like do an en- do a we're leaving etsy sale do a move over to the new site sale on your mm-hmm. new site on your site like do something like that like get a cut like you, to use this to your advantage like etsy sure as hell wants or a piece. just let it be more proof that you don't need it yes feel and feel real good about it because guess what as someone that closed their etsy shop like you not gonna miss it mm-hmm. i don't yeah I, oh my god i forgot it's don't, so nice not every time i th- oh my god shop. every time i th- don't have it i'm like oh i don't have that it's <laughs> like great. anytime i think about it i'm just like oh i don't i don't have an etsy shop. oh etsy conversations don't have those don't answer them don't know about them yeah we just recorded like two hours of etsy talk i th- i mean i think it these changes have broader implications for the handmade yeah, community. It's going to be interesting to see how it, I mean, I think we it's all good. get asked all the time about like, can I bypass the shipping and pick it up? Nope. 
No. I you mean, wa- unless you can. You want to come? But to I a, can't. No. Want to come to a show? That's how you bypass shipping. Maybe it won't be at the show, though. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Maybe you should yeah. pay shipping then. Or like you know, <laughs> like if say you do sell, life is hard. Really need life is really up. hard. But like. <laughs> I think there is a certain point where you can offer free shipping no matter what it is you sell. Like maybe they have to spend a hundred dollars to get it. Yeah, Done. I've see, I see plenty of. Um, I do that. I, I have fifty dollars. Other people that have free shipping over a hundred. I have fifty. I, I have that. over fifty dollars. It's free. Mine's forty five. Because if you want to buy fifty dollars worth of greeting cards and prints, I'll give you free shipping. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I have forty five for first class and uh, priority mail is a hundred. Yeah, and that's fine. Figure out what makes it worth it to you. And if you're like, I love going to the post office and I'm making the volume of shipping that like, I don't care and it's fine. And I'm just pumping out shipping labels and it's great. Then like do fucking free shipping. Great. Uh, real quick though, because we do have to end this shit. Um, I've (laughs) several times I've made my pop up offer free shipping instead of 15% off and no one has used it. Yeah, I do have that too. I've had that. They they do the 15% off. They won't do the free shipping. They do not give a shit about my free shipping. Now, if your shipping costs more than mine, then they would want it. They might care. Yeah. But for mine, they don't. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So that's why I never offer like just all free shipping because it doesn't matter. People use my free shipping because if it's when people are just buying like a print they're mm. just they're like yeah free shipping sweet but anyhow well i'm sure we'll revisit this whole just free shipping um in general yeah i'd love to, up, like, I'd love to let related. this like sink in further and yeah. see how people are dealing with it and maybe we'll even get somebody on that like was like an etsy hardcore etsy person that maybe like either shut their shop or changed something <coughs> I mean, I'd, see how I'd like to hear from, yeah, f- I'd like to hear more um, opinions on all sides. Yeah, for sure. But it'll be interesting to follow more of more Etsy, bad quotes from Etsy. <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> if, shut their, if shut you up, work you guys. for a PR company, you need to You need to call Etsy, Etsy and be like, I can help I you. I need some help. I need help, you guys. <laughs> I wish I could whistle. That was my whistle, guys. I can't whistle. <laughs> I can barely do it better than you. <laughs> Whenever I need to whistle, I always just have Steve do it because he can whistle. Like, hey, can you whistle at Excuse that dog? Excuse me, can you whistle, whistle for me? It's Thanks. usually at a dog or something. You should like, just can you get whistle? like a app. You can get an app that whistles for you. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Ham horn yeah. will whistle for you. <laughs> Ham. <laughs> okay, we have to go. Okay, yeah. Um, all right. Thanks for listening to us for two hours. Bye. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so Bye. <I> <laughs>